idea that doctors are telling you you're not fidgety is insane to me. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, very fidgety. Very fidget. But it's okay. But also they they just don't they don't want to do a diagnosis. Yeah. Well, and like when you're there, you're probably trying to be more professional and try not to fidget. Yeah, and people like, generally try not to fidget as much in public. Too. Really, like focused. And yeah, not as like comfortable. Yeah, as being inside, as being in the egg. <laughs> in the for egg. hysterical history. Oh my god! For the podcast <gasps> with me, Alexis, and me, the fidgeter. Hello, hi. That's Haley, the I'm fidgeter. Haley fidget. That's her superhero name, <laughs> the fidgeter. The fidget. <laughs> Miss Fidget. Oh, I had a really involved like misfit, but with Fidget <laughs> Superman dream. It was weird. Oh, I don't think we have time. Yeah, <laughs> that's for our other. Podcast. It had nothing to do with Superman. He was kind of there. He was just kind of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was more like Jurassic Park, so, and he was just a side. Anyway, um, okay. I, can I go now? <laughs> yeah. So before we start, I wanted to say. The, our, my episode is based on a book. I don't want you to don't look at it. I don't want you to know I the really title. I really want to know who it is. I, you'll know in a minute. Uh, I don't want you to know the title of the book because it's spoilery. Uh, but the book is by Ben McIntyre. Okay. Um, it's really good. And I'll tell you the guy's name in a minute. And if you can just look up his name and Ben McIntyre and it'll come up. Uh, but I want to give a big shout out to Ben McIntyre because when you go to the Wikipedia page for this person, it is all Ben McIntyre's book. That's it. <laughs> they took everything from him. <laughs> Because in the beginning of the book, he talks about this guy and, like, learning about him uh-huh. and how there's, like, very little information. Um, no one else but Ben cares. Yeah. And so then he, like, goes on this epic journey to try to find the information and goes to, like, this r- run-down rinky-dink library and then hiding under 12 things is, like, a box. And it's got, like, that guy's uh, a- unpublished autobiography oh. and a whole bunch of his letters and just, like, primary sources in a box. Yeah. Um, which have to be translated, which I'll explain later. But, like, so it's a lot. And he put in a lot of effort. And I'm like, thank you, good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just a reminder, because I saw something recently about people, I won't say which podcast, but, like, a podcast getting in trouble for not announcing, like, whose sources they're using because they were doing a lot of direct quoting and almost their whole thing came from this one thing uh, that they weren't giving them credit. So I want to give Ben big credit. Was that recent? Because I know that's been a thing in the past. It's but... oh, for a lot of, yeah, podcasts recently, a lot of things. So <laughs> that's like, why I'm oh. like, it could be anyone oh, that I'm talking Oh, still going on, huh? Oh, yeah, for a lot of podcasts. Uh, So that's why we're trying to be better about giving credit, and I want to give Ben McIntyre big credit Mm -hmm. because I'm basically only reading his book, which I want to make clear because every other source is based on his book. So it's like, what's the point? What's the point of going further down the line? When I could just read the book. (laughs) And it's a good book. So go, Ben. Which is impressive because his name is Ben McIntyre. Ben (laughs) McIntyre. He seems pretty cool. Uh, anyway, so first I want to tell you, 1687. That's a bad year. And Michael Harlan is a movement to the new world. Mm, that's He's bad, like... Bad time to do it. England's not good for me anymore, or wherever oh. he lives. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> and so... Your life has got to be pretty bad to move to the new world in the 1600s. But you know why he's moving, Haley? Nah, he's a crim. He's a murderer. Close. He's a Quaker. Yeah. <laughs> 
Got to yeah. get there for that Re- sweet religious freedom. Yeah. Which is why I'm assuming he's English, but I don't know. <laughs> Probably. What if he's that, that one weird, like, <laughs> Greek guy who's a Quaker? The one Quaker from the Netherlands. <laughs> he's yeah. going. He's like, listen, I'm from I don't e- think Quakers got down to Greece. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's funny. That's the yeah, joke. Yeah. Imagine the one Greek Quaker. <laughs> People are like, I can't understand you. It's very confusing. Is he why? speaking in tongues all the time? Are Not like, sure. Why are you like this? <laughs> But uh, so he moves over here. And then in the 18th century, skipping forward, uh, they they live in Chester County in Pennsylvania. His descendants. Harlan and his family, all their descendants Mm -hmm. until the 18th century. Uh And then Joshua and Sarah Harlan are married. They're Quakers, um, who are apparently very egalitarian as far as men and women's rights Quakers. Like, they let anybody speak in front of people, like, in front of the congregation. Like, comparatively, obviously. Yeah. But it's uh, uh, they're much time. more chill about it, mm-hmm. about women being allowed to do stuff at church, yeah. which is a big deal because church is, like, the most important place. It's the only place. It's the only place if you're a Quaker. <laughs> that and your farm. Yeah, so, that, and the field. Um, and they were, like, against slavery as early as 1774. Yeah, that's one good thing about Quakers. Good for you. They're pretty, like, pro-abolition yeah. Quakers. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Uh, and Joshua is a merchant broker in Philly. And he buys a farm in Newland Township, which is in Chester County. So once he has enough money, he moves back home and has a farm. Because that's what Quaker be doing. Okay. You, that's how you be quaking. Yeah. Um, they see them quaking. They quake. <laughs> they they quaking. That's what you do. And, of course, because they're Quakers, they wear plain clothes. They don't look fancy because that's what it says in the Bible. Uh-huh. Um, they're very faithful. They don't drink at all. Uh, they hate war a lot. Very anti-war. That's a Quaker yeah. staple. They really like uh, oats. Yeah. yeah. Quaker oats. That's Qua- where they came from. Quaker oats. Mm-hmm. And then they have a son uh, named Josiah on June 12th, 1799. Okay. Josiah's who we're going to be talking about. So you hear his name a lot. Yeah. I hope that whole backstory <laughs> of his family was really important. It will be important later. Okay. Kind of. Well, I mean, sort of. Just that, like, they've lived in this singular space for hundreds of years, mm-hmm. and they don't go out and adventure. And he's an adventure boy, so he's going to go. And, like, lots of his family, like, his generation, for whatever reason, is, like, time to leave Chester County. And when they leave, they really leave. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's born in 1799. He's their ninth child. Oh. So, you know how the ninth is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's oh. really smart. Quakers have a really good education system. So they're really, because they don't have anything else to do. So they're really teaching their kids. Yeah. But so he's reading like Shakespeare, Burke, Pliny, Plato, everything. All the worst. Yeah. Just the, the most worst. garbage he could read. Um, but like reading way more than most kids in school. Yeah. So he's smart, which is terrible for your ninth child. Don't make them smart. Don't make that. That's too late. Those are just extra farm people. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, and his mom dies when he uh, he's 13. I mean, good for her. She needed to get <laughs> She's out. She's like, gotta go. I'm done with Too this. Too many kids. Because um, <laughs> I think she has kids after him, too. I think they oh, end up having, God. like, 12. It's too many. Because, like, not only do you have to keep having them physically, mm-hmm. but then you have to, like, care for them. Yeah. And so, that's, that's too many. And he, and once he reaches teenage, she's like, gotta go. I, this, I can't stand you being a teenager. <laughs> I so, gotta go. Gotta go. She had, like, I, it doesn't say how she died. So it's a mystery. Mm-hmm. I assume she had an illness, but I have no idea. Uh, but she has a will, and she leaves. She has a few daughters, and she leaves them two thousand dollars each 
which in today's money is thirty thousand dollars. Pretty nice, which is a ton. Of course, Quakers, yeah, like they're supposed to be like you know, kind of. What are they going to spend it simple, on? Simple, simple, mean people. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's like good. You're set for life because mm-hmm. you just live on the farm and you just have some cash money. All I have to buy are rocks. And she leaves her sons nothing. Yeah, because she says you're supposed to go out and get your own money. You that's your need, job. You don't need dowries. No. Go do your thing. Go make money yourself, mm-hmm. you lazy piece of trash. <laughs> this is why I died. <laughs> the exact I, quote. <laughs> I hate all of you. The exact quote from her will. You're lazy pieces of trash. Please go make your own money. Flaming trash garbage. I can't believe I made you. Goodbye. What a mistake. I'm out. <laughs> it gives me knives out vibes. I'm just like, screw all of you. I hate you. Yeah. Too bad. Too bad. This is the only ones I love, and they're beautiful and perfect. And so his brother Charles leaves home, right? And not just leaves home, leaves home to South America. Oh. Which is like, why'd you do that? (laughs) He couldn't think of anywhere else to go. And he's never seen again. Yeah. So bye. (laughs) Bye. Forever. Yeah, when is this, 1800s? (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Uh, Early 1800s, yeah. Uh, James, his other brother, goes uh, aboard an English man of war and dies when he's 27. But the book won't tell me from what. Mm. And I'm like, there are so many options when you're on a man of war. There's a lot. That I'm like, I would like to know. People just didn't like him. They tossed him right. over. Right? Did they murder him? They drown him. They were in the uh, they were in the doldrums, and they had just, to eat Quaker. Oats. He won't eat oranges because it's against his religion or something. <laughs> That's <He's>, a bad <laughs> thing. Are they allowed to eat any citrus? No, no. I'm joking. Okay. They're allowed to eat oranges. I'm sure. I was. I believe <laughs> you. Joke. No, I <laughs> that'd be hilarious. That'd be so, and he's so committed. So like, he won't, I won't eat it. And then he dies of scurvy. They're like, we don't even have oranges. It's lime. That's why we're limeys. And he's like, I don't know what that is. I don't like it, but it looks kind of like an orange. Hate it. <laughs> but no, they, they I think they're allowed to eat citrus. I didn't I didn't do a lot of Quaker research, but I assume it's like that would mean it's in the Bible somewhere, probably. Probably. Which seems like a weird stipulation. And I don't think it is. Citrus are generally hard, though, a know. very safe food. Yeah. No, they're good. They come uh you know prepackaged. Prepackaged. Yeah. And they're safe in there. And it's pretty obvious when they're bad. Yeah. So unlike Pig. <laughs> mm, true. Mm. Never know when it's bad in there. Never know when it's bad. Or when it has evil spirits in it. It's got them spirits <laughs> in it. Anyway, his brother Richard. Mm. Uh, Richard was doomed from the he, start. <laughs> this is his, it's a new brother. He uh, goes to the east, to Calcutta specifically, <laughs> and he becomes a celebrated anatomist, which is not that hard in the early 1800s. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't know nothing about nothing. There's only like three of them. <laughs> yeah. And he ends up having the largest skull collection in America. How many skulls do you think he has, Haley? To be the largest skull collector? In America in the 1800s. It's either hilariously low <laughs> or ridiculously high. Are we yeah. including non-human skulls? Um, I believe they're human skulls. The largest human skull collection. I think they're all human skulls. Oh, yes. gosh. So, um. yeah, not animals. Because he's, he's into human bodies, not other. Uh, 200. 275. There it is. Too many. Which How, is, where are you putting them all? That's so funny because it means <laughs> someone else had like 215. Yeah. And he just was like, guess what? 275. <laughs> Way better. Yeah. And that like people kept track and had it posted somewhere so that we could prove that his was the most. Yeah. Which I hate. And please don't do that. <laughs> 
I, your human skull collection. <laughs> I don't care what your profession is. Please stop collecting human skulls. It makes me uncomfortable. Collecting human remains is a weird it's hobby. It's not my favorite. <laughs> like my favorite hobby? Don't love it. Uh, but so, yeah, but he's just having a good old time mm-hmm. in collecting all those skulls. <laughs> collecting. I don't know where they're coming from Collect- in Calcutta. Bone collector. Um, and then his sisters die unmarried in Chester County, which they make in the book Ben, like, I love him, but he makes it sound like a bummer. And I'm like, they don't need men. <laughs> they, they have money. They have money. They don't need a husband it's if so, they uh, have cash money. It's great. They got the money and they're like, well, now I never need to marry. It's weird in oh, history right. how many women. Women who have money don't get married. Yeah. Hmm. They Strange. Don't. If they're allowed to have money and or and or make money, they don't need to. It's m- almost like women marry for a purpose and it's not always love in yeah. the past. Usually not love. <laughs> Marriage is a yeah. business transaction. A hundred percent. No, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah. But uh yeah. I'm like, you don't need to marry when your mom left you so much cash and you're a Quaker. Yeah. What are you using the money for? Mm-hmm. Like you're almost definitely on a self-sustaining farm. So, like, whatever. Whatever. I mean, uh, I don't know what Quaker... I mean, they're no- notoriously pacifists. Yes. So you probably wouldn't spend it on uh, firearms to, like, no. uh, threaten men off your property. Nope. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Get out of here. And they're like, what No, is- they're just like, she's old and sad. <laughs> And she's spinster. like, cash money. Spinster. Thanks, Mom. Did you see her account on Spinstagram? <laughs> Spinstagram is the best. <laughs> uh, but so Josiah is still at home, and he's all his older brothers are going on cool adventures and disappearing or getting skulls. And he's like, that sounds amazing. I want to do that, too. I want to do that. <laughs> And so he starts learning all these languages because he just doesn't have anything to do, and he just wants to escape. So he's like, I should probably learn some languages so I can speak to people. Mm-hmm. He learns, like, Greek and Latin and stuff, which I'm, like, not the most helpful to speak to a lot of people. You know, but those, that's fine. all those countries that <laughs> speak Latin. You know all of them. Yeah. And all those countries that speak Greek. Every single one. Greece. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but, you know, none of his— Yeah, uh, all of them. None of his siblings have gone to Greece yet. But I appreciate that. He could in, be that Greek Quaker. Yeah. He's that one Greek the Quaker. one guy. <laughs> so he's not Greek, but, like, he's in Greece. He'll be in Greece. So then, technically, <laughs> Greeks. <laughs> um, but uh, I love that Ben includes, like, he's good at stuff, but then says that he sucks at poetry and watercolor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's not good at everything. Just want you to know. Is that... Um, like society's view of him, or is that just Ben looking at his box of stuff and being like, "He's this isn't good." I mean, it might be that. I'm assuming <laughs> it's that. Plus, like he has uh, Josiah's autobiography, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming part of it's that. Oh, okay, I probably yeah. that Josiah when he was younger was like, or he was writing about being younger, and he's like, "I wanted to be good at everything, but I wasn't good at this stuff." Yeah, and is like being introspective about it. <laughs> And Ben's like, oh, your poems really aren't good. But I love really I love bad. the idea that his story is looking at it like, gosh, you're like he's looking at your child art. He's yeah. like, you suck. <laughs> this is garbage. Love you, Ben. No wonder um, your parents didn't leave you money. Oh, that reminds me. I need to go terrible. get the book in a second because I want to read you some quotes from it. Okay. But he gets really into botany, loves those plants. 
and becomes like obsessed. He's like sketching plants, but he's not very good at it. And he's writing a lot of very flowery poetry about <laughs> flowers. Flowery. Very purple. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why they're like, it's bad. <laughs> like there's a part in the book where Ben says, like, I'm glad this style of poem doesn't really exist anymore. <laughs> like that it went out of fashion. Yeah. And I'm like, Ben is harping on your poetry. People talking about daisies, like it's the most important thing. And, and you're like, not. whatever. I don't care. But specifically, Josiah is obsessed with uh, Greek and Roman history, mm. and specifically Alexander the Great. He thinks he's the coolest guy to ever exist. Wow, he's amazing. Wow, he's so oh cool. Oh, he noticed me so hot. <laughs> I know, oh and it's gosh. like, he's dead. He has so many boyfriends, and he's dead. <laughs> and he's, he's dead. He's not interested in you. Nope. He didn't need you. He wouldn't have even probably been interested then if you were there. You're a Quaker. You literally can't do anything that he likes. Right. Um, he recites passages, like, by memory from Plutarch's Age of Alexander. What? Like, he's what? that level of a nerd. Listen, why is he into Alexander? That is it just, like, you want what you can't have? forbidden kind of thing? <laughs> Maybe. Like, I don't know. But, like, this just reminds me, like, this level of nerd and, like, just oh, you yeah. being a kid reciting this mm-hmm. and it's so annoying. Yes. Just reminds me of when I was a kid uh-huh. and I would go tell my mom Friends episodes word for word, <laughs> yeah. line for line, yeah. exactly what would happen. She gets so mad. Like, she wouldn't, like, be aggressive to me, but she'd be like, okay, like, hurry up. Uh-huh. And, like, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I can tell she was really annoyed. Yeah. I like but that. But I'm like, no, but wait, Mom. <laughs> because that means you're still doing it. You just know that she's annoyed now. Yeah. 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 Oh, to, I don't do it to her. Yeah, you do it to me now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my friends like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they tell me they like it. Like, Kate was like, what's that movie about? And I'm like, let me tell you real quick. Let me tell it's going to take an hour, and the movie's an hour and a half, so... You know, summary. I'm better than the movie. (laughs) I'm faster. Um, But yeah, I have a quote from uh, Josiah. He says, In seven years, Alexander performed feats that have consecrated his memory amongst the benefactors of mankind and impressed the stamp of civilization on the face of the known world. Ooh, okay. You know, there were people there already when he got there, right? (laughs) That's why he had to conquer them? I don't... But, you know, okay, civilization. They weren't yeah. civilized, Haley. They were too brown to be the civilized. The people, and he fixed it. Okay, uh, cool. I have a quote from Ben that says, A young American in young America, Josiah Harlan was impatient, ambitious, and utterly convinced of his own abilities. Yeah. So, uh, that's true. In case you're wondering, this episode is basically like... The most white man privilege bullcrap there is. Like, why why white men be like this? Yeah. That's Josiah. At the time, I totally see why uh, he'd be really jamming on that conqueror vibe. Yeah. It's very Western expansion at the time. Right, exactly. It's in the national psyche. And you know, yeah, yeah. you know who's president? Mm. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. And he loves Thomas Jefferson. He thinks he's wonderful. Yeah. Which I will remind Josiah, you are (laughs) anti-slavery. And Thomas Jefferson is pro-slavery a lot. So, like, maybe you shouldn't love him so much. He's, like, fine, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But whatever. 
Um, just so you know, Josiah is a big boy. He's over six feet tall. Oh, my God. Maybe that's why he also likes Jefferson, because they're both, like, six feet tall. Yeah, tall people tend to like each yeah. other. Yeah, they're like, we're on the same level. And when they when they think about short people, they're like, how do you even live? What's I know. They're, like, confused how it would even work. <laughs> and then short people are just crossing their arms grumpy all the time. Just, like, shouting, but you can't hear them because they're so short. Leave me alone. Um, and Josiah joins the Freemasons, um, yeah. because, duh, like, yeah. what else is he going to do? <laughs> what Hello. What else? Did you hear earlier who he's reading and what he thinks and who yeah. he thinks is cool? Yeah. He gets, becomes a Freemason. And Freemasonry, like, is kind of, I think this is the point where it becomes clear that, like, he's not really into Quaker stuff because it's kind of, like, loosey-goosey religiousness. Because it's not, like, related to any specific religion. Like, it's got Christian elements. Yeah. But, like, it becomes unchristianized. And then it's kind of just, like, a combination of a lot of weird mystical Mm -hmm. religious components. Yeah. And kind of they don't think that any religion is, like, necessarily good or bad. It's just kind of there. It's very Um, new agey. It is. (laughs) Especially for the time. In a a kind of, like, Uh, secret society way. Yeah. and it's But it's cool to be in. Thomas Jefferson is a Freemason, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, ben, ben Franklin, everyone George Washington, in the past, everyone is a you like yeah. <laughs> or dislike is a Freemason. So yeah, uh, it's the cool thing to do, and he's into it. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, he's he's not really like Quaker things. He's like, eh. you know, and it seems like most of his siblings are that way. Yeah, if you're a good Quaker, you probably don't move to Calcutta and start collecting human skulls. Probably not. I don't think that's like... Or go to South America. Also weird. Prime? Quakers aren't um, uh, missionary people. No. They're not really trying to convert, so, like, they're not going on missions to places, so this sounds like you're trying to escape. (laughs) What was that guy doing on a man of war? That's not that's not a trade vessel. No. That is it's pirate. in the it's in the name. Pirate ship. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. What, wield a sword backwards? <laughs> no, he's gonna not be a Quaker. We're gonna get that's what they're doing. We're gonna get Quakers <laughs> we're gonna get, emailing you're in. You're gonna get quaked. <laughs> um Oh, but anyway, so, like, yeah, Thomas Jefferson's president, Lewis and Clark are going all over the place, and they're like, isn't it cool, all this uncharted land? And Josiah's like, I want to go to uncharted land. Yeah. And I'm like, people are probably already there, (laughs) everywhere on the earth, mostly. People are already. Usually already there. And I bet they already have maps and charts, even if it's not written down in their own brains. Mm -hmm. So you're not really doing anything by doing that. You know that story, um, the, the terror where like the people sail, try to find the north, went like northwest passage. No, and they, uh, well, anyway, they all die. Good, because uh, they <laughs> get stuck in the ice and then they start like eating each other okay. or whatever. Sure, but even in that story, there were uh, indigenous people yeah. already there. Like, right. what, are you, what are you doing? Why are you, and now they're eating each other? I don't. <laughs> This is so weird. Why are you like this? Why did you come here just to do this? You have to go to Antarctica. That's yeah. your only option. Right. And right now there's people there because there's, yeah, scientists. There's people there. But, like, yeah, there's native people pretty much everywhere. So, no? <laughs> no. They're already no. there. There's already people there. No. You can't. But, yeah, so Lewis and Clark are doing that, and he's like, that's the coolest thing in the world. I bet there's so many plants I've never seen. And I'm like, probably, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All these new grasses. So Richard comes back, 
after a year in the East. And he's like, oh, my gosh, so cool. Yeah. Love it over there. So fun. So many skulls. So many skulls. <laughs> People love me because I can sort of do medicine because uh-huh. I'm kind of a doctor. He's like, I think he's still technically in school. Oh. But he's doing doctor stuff in Calcutta, obviously. Uh, yeah. That's how he's getting skulls. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Is that why he's getting skulls? I don't know. Because of doctoring? I mean, maybe he's like how many in doctors mortuary. I don't do know. Do you know who have skull <laughs> collections? Uh, this guy. This and one. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> Josiah's like, I really want to go. It sounds really fun. And so his dad's like, okay, I'll get you a job to be a super cargo. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like they're just putting you in the bottom of the boat. <laughs> and they're like, count some stuff. <laughs> but no. Um, I mean, maybe. You're going to be the super cargo. <laughs> super cargo. How does that sound? Fun? Sound like super a fun cargo. Boy. He's like 18 now. Yeah. Uh, but that means you're the officer in charge of sales. Okay. Which sounds like you're counting stuff. So you're whatever. an accountant. Yeah. And he's on this ship that's going to Calcutta and then to Canton. Uh, and then coming back. So India, China, back to Philly. Okay. Which seems, I don't know, weird. Like, you have to stop other places. So I'm like, why are these the only places we're mentioning? Right. Like, there's like, no way you can make it from Philly to Calcutta without stopping. No, because they're, go- so, they're going around South America, right? I think they're going to Calcutta first. Wait. No, Philly to China. Yeah. So... Yeah, they have to go around South America. Yeah, so you got to stop somewhere. They're stopping somewhere. You can stop in South America and be like, "Have you seen my brother?" <laughs> They'll be like, "Whom? Whom?" Also, you probably don't speak whatever language they speak. So <laughs> whom? Because you only speak Latin and Greek. So <laughs> no, whatever. Yeah, then you go to Asia. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I think he knows maybe a little bit, but like, there's not a lot of books, you know, in what? the West for those. So you got to go there. Just go to Greece. <laughs> I don't know. But so that's that's not the boat they have, Haley. They, they, don't, the have job. A, they don't have a boat. It's going to Greece. Too expensive. Who cares? So he goes, yeah, from Philly to China and then to India, back to Philly. And it takes like 13 months. Yeah. A uh, long time. That's shorter than I was expecting, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know. But that, that's still over a year. Yeah. It's, we're into yeah. the 19th century. Things have improved. Mm-hmm. Boats are better. We're better at it. Better at boats. Yeah, we sure are. <laughs> He's going to go, so he does that whole trip, loves it, thinks it's a wonderful time, so cultured, so many things to do. Oh, my gosh. And so then he's like, I want to do it again. Okay. But he's a problem because he fell in love before he left again. So now he's like, what do I do? My pee-pee's so happy here. Uh, Yeah. So what do I do? (laughs) What do I do? And at first we don't know this woman's name because in Josiah's biography he doesn't say her name. Uh He simply refers to having been in love and it not going well. He he didn't know her name, did he? But Ben, no, he do. Okay. And and Ben is brilliant. Uh And so he reads some of Josiah's terrible poetry, which I'm going to read for you Mm, a little bit too. He reads this poem and it has like a note on it that says, to Miss Eliza S. Okay. Um, so he's like, so her name's probably Eliza S. Or Elizabeth. <laughs> or Eliza S. <laughs> and so, uh, and the poem's real romantic. Some manner of snake. So he's like, okay, I could probably figure out, like, maybe who this could be. Uh-huh. And then he realizes that the first letter 
in that poem oh, spells out a name. He did one of those. He did one of those, like you do when you're in middle school, yeah. elementary school. And you want to send a badly hidden secret message. <laughs> yeah, to your love. He did that because he thought it was cool. Great. Uh, so her name is Elizabeth Swaim. Mm. Uh, and the Swaims are from Philly. So they're like, probably. What yeah. are the odds? Crazy. And uh, he finds out, like, you know, he, he figures that out that's her name and then, like, finds other sources that tell him that Josiah and Elizabeth were engaged in 1822. But then Josiah wanted to leave on another trip. And he does, like, right away after they get engaged. What? So then he leaves. And he's just like, cool, she loves me, and I'm gone. And then while he's gone, his brother Richard's back at home. And he writes him a letter and is like, yeah, so she left you and she got married to someone else. Yeah. And Josiah's like, how could she do this to me? (laughs) What? We were in love. You left immediately. (laughs) You left her. And, like, I'm like, did you discuss this? Like, that you were going to do that? And that you'd be gone 13 months out of the year, <laughs> which is more than a year? That's that's more than the year. Yep. How many months out of the year are you gone? 13? 13. What? No. On, on what, Jupiter? But, yeah, you'll just be back here when I'm back in a year, right, so we can get married? Absolutely not. No, this is going to be the whole marriage. No. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, right. So she's like, no. So she leaves him, and then, yeah, by the time he gets a letter, she's already married to someone else. Not just engaged, married. And yeah. I'm like, that guy's like, oh, she's talking about this guy who left her. I got to lock this down fast. Ooh, good thing Before I she gets grumpy. Over a year to do it. <laughs> I could just get it done. Snatch. Although he does it before he gets back, because he gets the letter while he's in Calcutta, I think. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it only takes a few months. Yeah, she wasn't, like, <clears throat> fighting it. No. I'm. Like, she's oh, like, good. oh, he's trash. Sounds good. Bye-bye. But I have a poem he wrote about her. Mm, is this post-breakup? Post-breakup. Yes. To read to you. The best poems. How sweet that rose, in form how fair, and how its fragrance scents the air. With dew or spread oh. as early as morn, I grasped it. But I grasped a thorn. Good, okay. How strange, thought I, so fair a flower. Fit ornament for lady's bower. Emblem of love in beauty's form should in its breast conceal a thorn. Mm, yeah, you already used thorn. I know. You already He's terrible. You already rhymed with thorn. Yep. That's the that's how you do it. Oh, she's a, also you rhyme form with thorn, and it's like I guess it's a slant rhyme, but it's not good. Oh, she's the flower. Oh, it's a rose. Wow. Very creative. I mean, every rose has its stone. <laughs> you should have listened to the song if that didn't exist yet. But so, yeah, that's basically he wrote Every Rose Has Its Thorn. And, uh, Seal did it better. the worst way possible. I mean, definitely. In a Batman movie. It's <laughs> true. But, um, yeah, terrible. He's very bad at poetry. Ben's right. But I'm like, I agree. I'm glad it's dead. It's bad. I'm glad. Oh, but, uh, no wonder she left you. Yeah, he's just awful. a freaking baby whiner and then just says it's her fault, basically. <laughs> of course it is. She was hiding that all the time. It's, it was uh, going to hurt me. It's always the woman's fault. Of course. Yeah. So he's just the worst. Um, why you like this? Is in Calcutta now. Sad. Um, <laughs> Sad. Ben talks about how, like, for the rest of his writing, like, for the rest of his life, and he's, like, in his 20s, I think, oh. he, like, never gets over it. And, like, <laughs> okay. he doesn't talk about her okay. very much, but he'll talk about his solitude and his heart oh. being broken and how it got broken, and now he's in solitude. Okay. So. Okay. Sure. Well, that's what you wanted because you left her. Yeah. 
You left her. And after that happens, he decides he's never going back to America again. Good. <laughs> That's the level here of his heartbreak. He he. It's not that he won't go back to Philly or Pennsylvania, America. Because no. what if I run into her at the grocery store? What if I run it's into her? It's so awkward. What if I'm in Florida and she's there? And like, why would she be there? But like, she could be. You know where she's not going to be? Calcutta. Because mm-hmm. she broke up with me because I went to Calcutta. I mean, at this point, I wonder. <laughs> it seems like everyone in Philly's in Calcutta. <laughs> no, just the one brother went there. <coughs> oh, okay. Because that other one's South America. The other one died. So, like, whatever. For some reason, I thought he met her in Calcutta. No, no, no. I'm like, wow. He met her in Philly. Imagine finding someone from Philly in <laughs> Calcutta. Apparently, it's not that weird. But <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's just a big whiny baby about it. And I'm like, go cry in Calcutta, I guess. Cry some more. You stupid. Um... But so he's, like, bumming real hard and, like, doesn't know what to do now because he's decided he's not getting back on that boat. He's never going home. He's just hanging out. And then he hears through the grapevine on the street that the uh, British Army is going to go fight in Burma. And they need uh, medical people to help. Mm -hmm. He is not... Trained in oh, medicine. He's a he's basically a doctor. <laughs> he's not his brother's a doctor? No. So, he's, no, he's not. So he's, he's not a doctor. A, not a do- also not a doctor. <laughs> no, his brother is a doctor. I promise. <laughs> Wasn't when he was practicing. He he got a medical degree eventually. Later. Yeah. I mean, he was working on it, okay? <laughs> Gosh. He's so judgmental. <laughs> I'm just saying the uh the 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 threshold seems very low. Oh yeah, definitely. But, yeah, his brother was actually studying to be a doctor when he went to Calcutta. Mm-hmm. Josiah, not at all. Yeah. He's plants. He likes plants, not people. And so, but he hears this, and he's like, I could be a doctor. And I'm like, no. Uh, you don't sound like you have the upper body strength <laughs> I don't for agree. It. But you know what? He does have a strong sense of self-importance. Yeah. Which is all you need in the 1820s. It's, all you have to do is be a white man who f- believes he's capable of anything, and wow. Yeah. Things will just open up for you. In that sense, uh, a British Army regiment is really where he belongs. Yeah. There's no better way to express, I am more important than anyone else. Right. Than being in a British regiment in Where you're going to bust 1800s. into some brown people's home <laughs> or yellow people's home and just say, I belong here more than you do. Do you have a flag? How dare you do that? Uh, I own this now. <laughs> the a flag will become important later. So he wants to do that. He's like, that sounds like a great time. Uh, are the Quakers cool with you being a medic in war? I feel like no, it's, but it's really the only thing you're confusing allowed to do, at least I later. Yes, yeah. Uh, when they when the American government starts forcing you to go to war, yeah. that's what they do. They force them to go there. But yeah, I'm like, I don't think they wanted to do even that. I don't think you're supposed to volunteer. Because that's yeah, it's supporting the war effort in some way, which they think is incorrect. So I don't think you're even allowed to be a medic. Yeah, you're not. You're not supposed to offer. Oh, and I want to say that there are British soldiers going. Technically, it's not Britain; it's the East India Company, mm. which at this current point is operating as its own country. Basically, basically, they are minting coins. Yeah, they are starting <laughs> wars. They are have their own trade routes. They're doing their own thing. Yeah, uh, which is a nice excuse for England to it's, be like, "It's not my fault." It's the Disney of its era, but it is a happening. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, they're like we're they're making us mad because they're trying to step in on our territory, you know, Who's, that we've had forever. I'm yeah. sure since the dawn of time, 
and uh, we got to go put that down. Yeah, since at least 20 years ago. Yeah, at least. At least. Maybe like 100 years ago. Maybe like a whole century. Yeah. Two centuries, maybe. When did they show up? Mm -hmm. Thousands of years ago. Before your millennia, before your religion happened, before you existed, (laughs) before yeah, as England. But anyway, uh, he's like, I want to be a surgeon, and I'm like, you can't just be a surgeon. You shouldn't be able to. It's eighteen something, and that seems incorrect. But uh, Calcutta is in desperate need of doctors. It's an incredibly unhealthy place, meaning like the people in the country have very low health standards. And so they're like, sure, anybody would be wonderful. Here's a bone saw. Get to work. (laughs) We'll show you how to do the basics. Mm -hmm. And so he becomes a surgeon. And they're like, thank you. And so then he signs up for the British Army and they're like, great. (laughs) Go be a surgeon. Great. And I'm like, this is a great recipe for success. So uh, getting a weird American Quaker to be your surgeon. It's so confusing. What? It's just like, why are you here? Why are you here? Why like, are you offering to do this? The reason that he's popular in this regard is not because he's doing anything spectacular. A lot of people, white men, are doing this weird thing <laughs> that he's doing. Yeah. Um throughout the whole book. But he's the only American doing this, mm-hmm. and specifically a Quaker American, so then it's really weird. Makes it's like it a little weird. Why are you fighting the Burmese when you're a Quaker from Pennsylvania? <laughs> I just like it's confusing. How did you get here? Why are you still here? <laughs> What's happening? And so any other good Quaker boy would be like, I shouldn't be here. I gotta go. I need to go be a farm boy. <laughs> your dad's like, couldn't you be like your brother and just collect skulls? Gosh. Or just like die in the ocean. <laughs> or in South America, whatever. Somewhere. All your brothers are doing so much better than you. <laughs> Why can't you be like your brothers? <laughs> Terrible. But anyway, the Burmese, the reason the East India Company's mad is because they are, uh, quotation fingers, conquering lands uh-huh. uh, that apparently are owned by the East India Company. Oh, now. they're they're the conquerors. Yeah, huh? they're conquering yeah, land. They're conquering the land. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. from the East India Company, <laughs> who has company in their name, who is sovereign, which makes them definitely sound like a country and yeah. not a company they're, from a country. They're people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, there are parts of Southeast Asia that have always belonged to Britain. So, like, you can't just take it. Like, forever. <laughs> for ever, ever. Forever, ever. So, For Josiah's there. 400 BC. They were there. <laughs> They're there. So, Josiah's there in the battlefield, and he's like, this is the best. And I'm like, you're what's, an idiot. What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> he's just like, he loves Alexander the Great so much, uh, and he's like, now I'm a war boy. No. And I'm like, you're not. You're literally not. You're a medic. You're like an intern medic. Yeah. Like, you're not even really a medic. So, like, shut up. But, uh, yeah, he's like, Quakerism is stupid. Apparently, he, like, there's a lot of tenets of being a Quaker as, a, like, in the general Christian idealism, I guess, that he thinks are good, that he likes. Sure. But, like, the main things that make you a Quaker, not so much. <laughs> He's like, yeah. eh, whatever. Yeah, I guess not. You know, like, the war thing. It's, <laughs> like, like the, kind of a big deal. Like, being a pacifist. You know, like, slavery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Ugh. I'm sure he's drinking. You're not supposed to drink. Yeah, he's probably uh, And later he gets some real fancy clothes, which you're not supposed to do. He's it like, might have been better for you in your life and for other people if you stayed a Quaker instead of doing this. But He's, he's like, you know what? I'm going to be Catholic. I digress. I want, <laughs> I want fancy hat, and I want to go all over and yell at people and say, do what I want. 
Catholicism. Catholicism. <laughs> Sorry, Catholics. Sorry, Catholics, but you got to. know you have a sense of humor. You got to admit. And you know we're talking about the church and not you. Yeah. So, uh, he's there, and then the British kill 60,000 Burmese troops in this, like, big battle. Yeah. So, which yeah. is a ton. Yeah. Um, so then the rest of them flee into the jungles, and then I'm like, good luck, British. <laughs> Have fun. We know you're really good at guerrilla warfare in the jungle. Yeah. Incredible. Bright uniforms. Yeah. And walking in lines. I know this is later, but I still don't think you're good at it. Do they still have their uh, red coats at this point? I don't point? know. Probably not. They maybe have switched by now because You'd they hope. realized it was such a bad idea. Yeah, in the green jungle. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. And technically, these are not British soldiers. They're East True. India Company, so they might not be allowed to. They're more like uh, mercenaries. Yeah, they're probably just in regular attire, generally. <laughs> they're, uh, um, what, what do you call the people who are in the, uh, like the suits in Disneyland? They're... I don't know. There's a word specifically for them. There is a word. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they're those people. Suit people. Suit people. Uh, So, yeah, they flee into the jungle, and the British are so good at guerrilla warfare that they're... Cast members. Cast members. Yes. Go ahead. That they're so excited about it. (laughs) And the British are also dying mostly from diseases. Yeah, yeah. Because they've never been here before. And it sucks. And you're probably drinking the water. And I'm like, not boiling it. Ooh, this is the best Uno reverse card in history I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Guess yeah. who's dying from diseases now? Stupid. Uh, guess what? Welcome, welcome to the jungle. Ah. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it feels like good karma. Sorry, people in England who listen to this. It's not you. <laughs> you understand but more you know. than anyone else what you did. You know that you've seen the you. meme, Are We the Baddies? And you are. You know what not you, you did. Not you. But L- listen, we, we all have our moments. <laughs> America's following yeah. very closely in your footsteps. Sure. Uh, but you know what you did. But you're everywhere and just wrecking people. Just wrecking. And it's like... Please stop. We're not even talking about India or Africa <laughs> no. right now. We're talking about Burma. Burma. Yeah. And yeah. still you're here and just like. You're still here. Doing this. Doing this. Anyway. So. <laughs> we love you, but you're terrible. James Brooke is a guy who's fighting for the British. He sounds obviously. like, a, he sounds like you a hear guy. his name. Yeah. And he's. Running around in the woods or in the forest. Why are you doing that? I don't know. In the jungle. But he gets ambushed by gorillas, stabbed with a sword through both of his lungs, and he lives. Um, And I'm like, excuse me? Both, like, from the side? I don't know. It doesn't say. Or they do it twice? Don't know. Double swords? But (laughs) two at once. Um, But he lives. It's a fun. uh, And I'm like. Fun side effect Seems of wrong. English and pronunciation that it sounds like a bunch of great apes. Yeah. Like actual G-O-R. Gorillas gor- instead of gorillas. Came out with swords. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> ching, 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 I ching. wish they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish that the Burmese could train gorillas to murder them. Be like, be, get out of here. That'd be incredible. That'd be awesome. Gorillas they, in the they mist. They win all the wars. But, uh, yeah. So somehow he lives. I don't know. But that's just an example of, like, what's happening. Yeah. This is the kind of thing, if you go in the, you know, in the jungle, stab you both in your lungs. Get out of here. Human body's so weird. I don't understand it. Like, how how do people live from that, but, like, one doctor doesn't wash his hands 
any time and all the pregnant women die. And like Josiah's a doctor. <laughs> like is he your, helping this your guy? Doctor's a little book nerd. <laughs> what? Botany plant boy. He's a botanist. Um, uh, as far as we know, Josiah didn't work on him. Okay. They're probably like, this is a serious case. You can't be here. Uh, we can't. You're okay. We both know you're not a real doctor. Right. You can't. But the first, it's called the first Anglo-Burmese War ends. Mm. Um, That's always bad. When it starts with first. Why are you calling it the first? Don't love that. Um, with the Treaty of Yandabu, uh, which... Basically, the British got to keep, I mean, sorry, the East India Company gets to keep all their land, and they got a little bit more, and they had a lot of diseases, and people are very wounded, so they're like, got to go. Bye. But you're, they, they you're win, welcome. Bye. technically. Yeah. Uh, they didn't win a lot, though, so good for you, Burma. And including Josiah. He's sick from a mysterious illness. No one knows. Yeah. It's, but he uh, goes back to Calcutta and gets better, I guess, because we never hear about it again. <laughs> okay. So good for you. And that was my one war story. Yes. Uh, and then he's moved to Karnal, which is in the northern tip of India. It's like the center of the north area. Mm-hmm. That's his position now. And he meets his best friend there, who's oh. named Dash. Dash is a red setter Scottish terrier mix dog. Oh, cute. Uh, and he loves a dog. There's a whole paragraph about how much he loves his dog. How do you find an and he Irish has such a personality setter in India? Because the British are there. That's true. <laughs> um, we just had a ranch, and I'm like, how did an Irish setter get in? <laughs> it's Irish, and it's a Scottish terrier mix. So it's it is British. That's oh essentially my gosh. the British were like, we need every subjugated people we've ever known. <laughs> and we're gonna mix their dogs together. We need we need to remember how much we just beat the Irish how and the Scottish. We're the best in a dog. In and a dog. bring it to India. And then Josiah's like, I love this dog. I'm taking this. Uh, but so he trains the dog and he sketches plants and like there's nothing to do with this base at all because they're not fighting. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's just posted there and they're like, just sit here. Uh, he was so bad at his job. They're like, we need to move him. Uh, well, no, they were done with the war part. So then they're like, you can be over here, I guess. Uh, he's mostly treating soldiers with dysentery. Yeah. Which, you know, there's not a lot you can do. So you're just like, just drink water, I guess. Yeah. Here's some. Here's a chamber pot. Yeah. Go to the bathroom. Forever. So he's really bored. Um, he's like, this isn't what I wanted when I signed up for the military. This sucks. This is the this is the whole thing. But there's he reads this book that's from England that's like popping. Everybody uh-huh. is crazy about this book right now. And it is called, you know, it's old. So it's got the longest title in history. Mm-hmm. So it's an account of the kingdom of Cabal and its dependencies in Persia, Tartary, and India, comprising a view of the Afghan nation and history of the Dorami monarchy. Oh, God. You want to guess the name of the author? I don't want to. It's Mont Stewart Elphinstone. God damn. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> Could you be more British? So basically the book is about this English guy who goes to Afghanistan, and he's like the first one ever there, and everybody's like, that's so cool. You know, he's like the Marco Polo of Afghanistan, except for he's not doing anything <laughs> useful. He didn't go as far. He's not uh, really useful. He's just there, and is like, wow, it's cool. And um, and our boy's like, I could be just like Alexander. Oh. Go to the same places. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So 
Uh, this guy was sent there to woo this ruler into being friends with England because they want to keep France and Prussia out yeah. of the area. And they're worried that France or Prussia is going to come in here and make friends with Afghanistan. And then Afghanistan, t- like, basically touches India. It's really close. And so then they're like, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, this is before Pakistan, like, exists. So. Oh, yeah. Like, Afghanistan ooh, touches India. Long time. Yeah. Yeah, Pakistan and India were together for a very long yeah. time. Pakistan doesn't exist until after the British leave. Exactly. That's, that's, so, why, that's why they exist. Why is this? So they touch because uh, it's confusing because it's, it's not the same borders. But so they don't want them to get in there because then they're like, they can just come at us here. Uh, which, like, this is the level of British paranoia. Like, I don't know if the French or the Prussians cared that much. Like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they don't ever go in there. So, I like, not really. So yeah. I don't think so. So I'm like, maybe just settle down. Uh, but they will not. That's the whole thing about England. They will not settle down. Prussians die immediately <laughs> if they get too hot. They would do very poorly right, they there. They can't even go. And if France was there, they would just, like, take over, and then they'd be like, just keep doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. Okay? Can we just have your stuff? Like, they don't come in to fight England. Like, that's not why they go into Africa. It's not the, to fight England. Yeah. It's just to get stuff because other people have stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't come to fight like England does. They just want stuff. <laughs> they just want stuff. And so, uh, you know, it doesn't make it good. Imperialism's bad. Yeah, it's in all general, bad. It's all bad. But some people are worse, and England is worse. Some people are going in with uh, little mercenary groups and killing 60,000 people for no reason. Yeah, exactly. But it'd be like mean girls in Europe where they're like, well, I got to get these people so they can't get these people. And it's like, everyone's stupid. Stop trying to make Afghanistan happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Not for you. Not for you. It's happening without you. But so he goes and he meets this ruler. Uh, whose name is Shah uh, Suja al-Mulk, and he has a ton of jewelry, beautiful stones, really cool clothes, and he's like, wow, it's incredible. And so they mostly exchange a lot of presents and talk a lot. <laughs> when you really realize being Quaker sucks. <laughs> no, this isn't Josiah. Oh, okay. This is the book he's reading. And I was like, no, 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 no. Jewels, fancy no. stuff? Josiah's reading this book and like, wow. Yeah. But no, this is the book. <laughs> Josiah's not. He's no, being no. led. He's in India helping people with dysentery. So he's like, this is lame. People just <laughs> pooping everywhere. Yeah. I hate this. Uh, so he's chatting. And, like, the company is getting pissed off, the East India Company, because it's costing too much for him to keep giving gifts to this random guy in Afghanistan. He's like, is, are, is he our friend or not? Yeah. And I think it's Elphinstone who, was like, went there, who did this. He's writing it as, like, an autobiography of what he did. Okay. Um, but Josiah is, like, obsessed with this. He's like, oh, my gosh, it's so cool. I want to go there so bad. I'm going to be just like Alexander the Great. It's so cool. And he's like, I bet they have so many plants. And I'm like, it's a desert. So sort of, Sometimes. but probably not ones that you like. Sometimes they have plants. Sure. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but why? you should go back to like Burma. Like they've got so many plants. Yeah. It's jungles. You need a lot more rain. Yeah. Too. So I'm like, weird choice, but okay. Yeah. Like in some, some places. Um, I don't know if in that yeah, place right. they do. But so he's like, I'm sick of taking orders, and he just leaves. Um, but there's other so, accounts that he gets dismissed because, uh, <laughs> not because he did anything, but because they're just like, we don't need this many doctors anymore because now the war's over. You don't need this little American boy. But he insists he was not fired. He quit. So he uh, definitely was fired. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And I'm like, you could just say that, honey, you just got laid off because they don't need you. <laughs> you don't have to be fired. No, he no. has his pride. He really does. 
Uh, so he wants to go to Afghanistan really bad because he wants to see all this cool tribal culture with all these like little kings going on. And he's like, hopefully I can get some of it for me. He and wants I'm to like, role play Alexander. Terrible. Oh exactly. My oh my god. Yes. And so uh, he's re- and, and like I said, he's really into expansionism because of America and Thomas Jefferson, um, who he's obsessed with. So he's like, <laughs> I'm going to do that, but in Afghanistan. Cool. And people are like. Why? <laughs> we don't want you to do that. It's it's gonna. It only end makes well. sense if we're connected to it. I don't. <laughs> it's gonna end well for you, just like oh. it's gonna end well for every American who does yeah. that. Forever. Yeah, this is just the first American that Afghanistan hates. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Josiah. <laughs> His name's Josiah. He's a Quaker. <gasps> what? In eighteen twenty. Not something. what you would expect. No. It's very confusing. Which is why when I heard about it, I was like, what? I'm sorry, what happened? What? And then I got to, like, I don't even remember how I learned about this, but I was like, I have to get this book immediately. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, this is the only book, and it's ridiculous. So, uh, oh, I wanted to say, though, when people are really into Thomas Jefferson, I'm judging you a lot. Like, you can, like, be interested in him as a person, Mm -hmm. but when they're like, he's a wonderful guy, I'm like, I strong disagree. I don't know. Oh, no. It's a, weird, it's a weird person to have hero worship over. He really is. Like, there was this guy I saw on a dating app that one of the questions that you can, like, pre-answer okay. so that you can see if you like people, it was like, who would you want to be your mentor? And he put oh. Thomas Jefferson. And oh. I was like, I'm judging you a lot. Oh. Like, if I was going to swipe on you positively before, not anymore. That's weird. Because I don't know what that means. It's a weird choice. And I don't want to know. Because I'm concerned about it. Yeah. Because I'm like, how either is he going to mentor you? Either you're completely, maybe you just wanted to do like a writer's workshop. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> Governor Morris didn't have slaves, and yeah. he wrote the Constitution, so. So. Too bad. <laughs> there are other people. So. Don't do it. But anyway, so he heads north. Uh, he's already pretty north, but he heads to the north-north, uh, where it's, like, right on the border. And he meets this general, and he gets interviewed, and he's like, I want to go out over there. And they're like, he's like, yeah, you're not allowed to be in India anymore for this because now you're not in the British Army, and you're also not here for trading, so, like, you can't be here. What are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, I don't even want to be here. I want to go to Afghanistan. <laughs> and he's like, fine, we'll let you be here right now. Fine. Whatever. So he gives him a permit to stay so he can leave. He's wearing like a <laughs> confusing. He's wearing a like a bad prepackaged Halloween costume of Alexander yeah. the Great. I gotta go to Afghanistan. And he's like, I don't even care. You're going the wrong way. At this point, I don't even care. If you're in <laughs> India going west, that's the death track. Yeah, yeah. It's that's, not good. That's when Alex starts dumping out the water to uh, increase morale. Yeah, it's really bad. Not increase morale so much as just force people to keep going. It's a bad time. <laughs> it's like that's, that's the downhill yes. slope. That's really of the, it's a really bad idea. The Alex road trip. Josiah has very few good ideas. <laughs> so he's like, I don't even want to stay here. I want to go to Afghanistan. So he goes to uh, Ludhiana, which is like basically right on the border. It's like last stop before you are out. He's like, cool, I want to go to Afghanistan. So he goes to talk to this guy, Captain Wade, who's stationed there. Wade Boggs. Which is like, I think it's technically now in Pakistan, but like I said, it's like 200 years ago. Yeah. Uh, He tells Wade, I want to go in there. 
And he's like, stupid. <laughs> not a good idea. Ah, stupid. It's stupid. Stupid. Um, he's, his plan currently is he wants to go become a part of Maharaja Rajit Singh's guard, who is okay. a current monarch in... Afghanistan. Imagine. To his credit, I guess, uh, he did research and um, Ranjit does have white people in his guard. So weird. Um, So, like, it's not the worst idea, I guess, but it's still bad. It's just so weird to me. Imagine just the first time you go to a country, you're like, maybe I can be their president's, uh, like, security. Yeah. What? No. No. Why? Why would they trust you? Why? Hmm. Why would they do that? It doesn't make sense. But also, I'm like, I do, I'm like, good for you, for Ranjit, for being like, I'm going to have some white people take care of me. They're going to do what I say. I'm like, <laughs> everyone's dream. Good for you. Make the white people do Make it. Make do it. Uh, but so he thinks he's going to get in there, and then he's going to get power and prestige somehow by being a guard, which I'm like, that's not how it works. You're an idiot. <laughs> right? And so... Uh, he kind of implies that he's going to do it for England. Why? I think just so that the captain, like, thinks it's a good idea. Sure. Okay. That's fair. But he tells him that it's a bad plan if it's for that reason because England frowns upon white people who are empathetic to local rulers. Mm. They're not into that. They want to be in charge of local That's rulers. True. So they they're want- like, we don't want you to go be friends with them because then we can't trust you. Yeah. So, but he's like, I mean, you can do it if you want anyway. Good luck. You should have never trusted this boy. <laughs> the problem is, uh, to get into Afghanistan, you need a passport. Mm-hmm. Um, Any passport? Nope. Afghanistan Afghanistan has to give you a passport. Ah. They have to say, you're allowed to come here because we want you here. And you should not let this one in. So he's, like, asking. He's sending a letter to Ranjit to be like, can I have a passport? I want to work for you and help you out. Um, yeah. And so then he's just like... Hanging out, just waiting for a passport. Writing a letter to the head of the country. He's, and he's just dreaming about all the plants he's going to see. And he's like, wow, I'm going to be such a respectful or respectable <laughs> dude. Everyone's going to love me. Listen, listen. Mm-hmm. I'm a quick learner on the job. <laughs> yep. I taught myself surgery. Two, two languages, how to be a surgeon. Yep. I really like plants. I write pretty bad poetry, but I won't do it if you don't want me to. I want to be your friend. <laughs> your, your, do you need a friend? I sort of speak some of your language sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but Ranjit Singh, at this point, does not trust uh, <laughs> Ferengis, uh, Ferengis, Ferengis, uh, which are white foreigners. That's the word. <laughs> uh, they're just all about that capital. Ferengis. Yeah. So he's like, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Josiah is waiting for this passport that doesn't ever come. While he's chilling, waiting for his passport that's definitely coming, he sees this guy who's just, like, wandering around, and he's yelling orders at no one. (laughs) Okay. Just walking in the streets. You. Pretending like he's commanding people who are not there. Is there any better just image of America? (laughs) No, Josiah's not doing it. Oh. A random guy who lives there is doing it. Just a random guy? Yeah. Well, he's he at, thinks he's a random he's guy. He's behaving very American. <laughs> no, it's not Josiah. He sees a guy doing this. You there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do what I say. Pick up that stone. Um, but it turns out that that guy is Shah Suja Al Mulk. That's fair. Who's who Elphinstone met in his book? Why is he just that he read? Talking to no one because he's crazy. <laughs> oh, and so. Uh, 
he's like, oh, I know who that is. Because he, like, asks around, and they say who he is. And he's like, wait a minute. I read your book. I read I read, I read the, book the book about that guy. Um, so now, but he's exiled, obviously. Oh, Why yeah. is he in India? Otherwise. <laughs> Wandering around crazed Remember out how of you were a mind? king in Afghanistan and you're not anymore? Yeah, he's um, doing really well for himself. So Shuja fled in 1809 uh, when his brother kicks him out because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm in charge now, not you. So he takes his harem, uh, some really expensive jewelry, including the Koh-i-Noor, uh, or Koh-i-Noor, I don't know how to say it, which is uh, diamond. It's humongous. Oh, yeah. Like, I looked it up because I'm like, it has a name. So, like, that's got to be a good diamond. You know it's a good diamond when it yeah. has a name. It's, like, this big. It's huge. Ooh. It's, like, fist size, at least, like, height. Yeah. You know? Not width because that's crazy. Um, Just, like, a, a handful of yeah. one diamond. Uh, which my quote says, a priceless gem originally taken from the Mughals uh, by the conquering Nadir Shah of Persia and today is a centerpiece for British crown jewels. Yeah. And I'm like, of course it is. Yeah. And in my room, I'm just like flipping off the British. I'm like, why? <laughs> oh, why are you like this? Give it back. And I looked it up. Yeah. And it's just sitting right here, nice and pretty in a big, stupid crown they have. It's. I've seen it on the queen's head. Yeah, I mean. Ridiculous. Again, very symbolic. Yep. <laughs> Stole this. Uh, thanks for that. Stole this too. <laughs> yeah, big, big L loser. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Shuja's got it right now. And he apparently asked Ranjit to help him because Ranjit's like ruler over a different section of Afghanistan. Uh-huh. And he was like, totally. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I need you to give me that diamond. Oh, Oh, yeah. And Shuja's like, yeah, that's fine, as long as you give me 5,000 rupees and Ranjit helps him get his crown back. Oh. Right? He wants to be in charge again. So he's like, yeah, I'll give you the diamond. Just, like, help me take back over. Which I'm like, that seems a bit much for the diamond. And you also want him to pay for the diamond? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I mean, fair? I don't know if that's fair. I think if you're asking someone to help take over your throne for you, that you just give them the diamond. At the end of it, it's that you don't uh, make them also pay you money. I I, <laughs> I would have like an upfront uh, payment, a retainer. Yeah, sure. It's like a retainer. Yeah, so you don't backstab them in the middle of the night. Sure, but yeah, like that's fine. But he wants that money and for you to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that seems a bit much. It I don't know a- if the diamond is worth take over a throne and five thousand rupees. It is on top. It's priceless. To the British, yeah. It's, uh, it is technically priceless. It is worth however much the person wants. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but so instead of that, Ranji uh, just tries to get more of Shuja's treasure. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, of course. So then he's like, bye, and hella bails to India. <laughs> he's a Ferengi. Of course he does. <laughs> no, no, no. These are all brown people. Oh, I thought, we were, I thought we were talking about Ben. or nope. Not Ben. Ben's the writer. Ben's the writer. Ben's Josiah. Ben's no. writer. This is what happened to Shuja. Uh, <laughs> okay, fair. So, no. These are two kings in Afghanistan fighting. I never know who we're talking about. I'm sorry. There's a lot of people, I'm and they're sorry. all men. They're all just so, people. <laughs> so, no, no, no. The two two kings fighting. And so, yeah, he just tries to steal more of his treasure, and then he leaves. Um, but he remembers that Elphinstone was nice to him, mm-hmm. Shuja. So then he's like, I'll go to India. They'll be nice to me. Okay. Why not? And then he <laughs> hard cut to him wandering <laughs> mad. Yelling in the at streets. no ones. Yeah. Yep. Get me a cup of water. And he sneaks out with four hundred people. Okay. 
And I'm like, can you sneak with that many people? I don't think so. <laughs> Including wives of his, children, concubines, eunuchs, and other various people. And other administrative uh, sex yeah. people. And he does that by bribing Ranjit's guards to let them through. Okay. And then they make it to Lutiana, which is why he's there right now. Where are those people now? They're there. Okay. He housed all of them. They're just living there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's in, like, a royal, like, palace there with, like, gardens that I guess no one was using. Why, why, why would you go back? Because he's, he's not in charge of anything right now. I don't understand royal people. <laughs> well, he's not going back yet. Now he's just in India hanging out. Yeah, but, like, the fact that he even wants to go back when he already has yeah. concubines, eunuchs, a palace, a huge-ass diamond. Yeah. Like, you don't need to do why anything. Do you, why do you need to go back? I'll tell you in a minute why he wants to go back. But uh, I don't think it's a good reason. But he... Oh, but when they escaped, part of the way they got to India was by digging through some walls and going through sewers. So it wasn't like a glamorous mm. time where we just crossed the border. Nice, they Shawshanked it. You had to sneak in. Yeah, and then they were, and the British were like, "Whatever." Like, I just <laughs> what? don't even. Okay, we have so many other concerns around the entire earth that like this doesn't matter to mm-hmm. me. So uh, yeah, that's why Ranjit doesn't like white dudes in India anymore because now. Shuja's with the British, so now he doesn't trust any white dudes because he's like, all of them are going to be with him. Yeah. So absolutely not. So when Josiah's like, please, he's like, no. Mm. Essentially, you're in Ludhiana where Shuja is. So he's like, no. No. You're stupid. You're you're a spy. (laughs) I'm so much smarter than you. (laughs) You're so dumb. So Josiah sees... Shuja acting like a king, and he's, like, adorable. <laughs> he thinks it's very cute. Ooh, I could have my own king. Uh, and Shuja, like I said, he has housing for all his people. He's got the crown jewels, but he claims that he's broke, even though he has all these jewels that I'm like, you could sell the jewels. Uh, British people love jewels. They do, they're they like them. magpies. They yeah. will go nuts over jewels. And he wants his power and prestige back, but mostly he wants the money. Mm-hmm. He's like, being in charge, I had so much money, it was awesome. Yeah. And now, not so much. He probably lost a lot. I mean, you got to, like, definitely pay, pay a little rent. You got to keep mm-hmm. your concubines, like, happy. 400 people. It's a lot. So many people. You should really cut, trim down a little, mm-hmm. you know? Who's your favorite 18 concubines? But then, Even who's your favorite 100? <laughs> your, fa- your, your, like, 20th favorite's going to poison you in the night. I mean, you just kick her out before she can do it. <laughs> But anyway, so Josiah goes to talk to Captain Wade, who's British, right? And he's like, hey, <laughs> hey, uh, Shuja goes to talk to Captain Wade, the former king. And he's like, hey, hey, if you give me hey. like a few hundred thousand rupees, which is a <laughs> crap ton. If you give me like a million rupees. Uh, I'll go reconquer my land and then we'll be bros, us mm-hmm. me in England. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh. Uh, and Wade's like, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely going to happen. Why are there so many dumb people coming it's to me right now? the worst. He's got to be so annoyed. Like, Every day with can this. Can I not be stationed here, please? Every day with this. Um, and the British don't take him seriously, but Josiah hears about it, and he's like, hell yeah. Because uh, he, you know... His hearing about all these other white dudes who are becoming kings in different areas in the Middle East, which is real. While reading this, like, Ben McIntyre has told me about two different guys who are doing the exact same thing in different 
places. Extreme. In the Middle East or in Southeast Asia. Extreme yikes Just from me. taking over and becoming the king of wherever. What are the 1800s? It's the worst. What? Is Why is this happening? Stop it. There's no law or order. <laughs> like, obviously it's terrible when a country comes in and imperializes a nation and takes them over. Mm-hmm. But it's worse when it's just some random moron who comes in here with, like, just because he's like, I just want to be in charge of some brown people. Yeah. Like, I own this. What's happening? I own this now. It's terrible. Who did, but what? because, but Josiah loves it. Yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> White people, white guys love it. Love it. Of course. I want to be a king. This is why, like, old white guys are like, man, the past was great. Oh, it's so fun. I, man. Remember the good old days when you could just days? take over some brown people and be in charge? Ah, oh, man. <sighs> could have been a king if I was in the 1800s. Could have just, like, gone to Afghanistan and had a kingdom. <sighs> Can't do that anymore. No, when I'm reading this, I'm like, what is wrong with you? What's happening? This is terrible. <sighs> this is, like... This, you know, it's not worse than slavery. It's just really close to yeah, slavery. It's, it's not, definitely not slavery. It's just, ah, uh, why? The world shouldn't be like this. It's awful. <laughs> this is too much. And you know what? Uh, you shouldn't, they shouldn't have let them do that. Also probably has slaves. So, like, whatever. Oh, yeah. You give, I mean, if you're all the way to, I have a kingdom now, basically everyone's your vassal. Yeah. That's, I mean, are you paying them? No. Uh, it's awful. Yeah. But that's what Josiah wants to do. And so, yeah, pretty much no one in here is likable. Captain Wade's okay. Cap- he's, yeah. He's <laughs> fine. I like Captain Wade's like, God, these idiots. He just kind of, he seems like mildly entertained by these morons. Uh, Eliza was pretty dope. Yeah. I know nothing about her, but I love her. His sisters seem awesome. Yeah. Just live in their beautiful lives. His, his parents seem great. The, his mom had the right idea. Yeah, his dad seems okay. Af- actually, after learning more about all the sons, I completely understand why she just left. <laughs> She's done. For heaven. Okay. <laughs> left for heaven. <laughs> Later. I'm out. I hate it. You're terrible. Goodbye. So Josiah passes Shuja's vizier a secret note in class. You know, just yeah. pushes it over there you know. without, without the teacher, Captain Wade, seeing. You got to get in with the vizier. Uh, and it basically says, take uh, take back over with me. Check yes or no. What are we doing? <laughs> Little hearts on the yeah. borders. You want to do it? And so, and he does that secretly because he's worried because I think he's currently living in Captain Wade's, like, place. Oh, my God. So, like, because it's, like, the <laughs> barracks or whatever. Okay. So he's like, I can't let him know that I'm doing this because then I could get in trouble or they could kick me out of India. And I'm like, they should. Uh, they should kick all of you out of India. Right now. But <laughs> India should kick you all out of India. They should kick you all you out. You don't belong here. They can't uh, stop all of you. <laughs> but so in the middle of the night, he sneaks out in disguise because he gets a meeting at the Royal Gardens. Mm-hmm. So he goes out there and he gives a signal to the guards who then let him in. Oh, it's the worst. I'm imagining it's the worst them having a talk before Josiah gets there. Like, listen, this guy's very dramatic. He's going to want a lot of fanfare. Yep. And so we need to make up some secret handshakes. It's awful. So he thinks that it's legit. Yeah. So, yeah, he does the secret. Pen. He yeah. even says, like, open sesame tricks or whatever. I don't think he says a word of open sesame. When he writes about it, he's like, oh, the open sesame thing worked. That's and I'm like, just for you. <sighs> They're just pandering. It's exhausting. <laughs> 
and he's terrible. And so uh, he gets there and he gets inside. Um, and Shuja's not outside, but his vizier, uh, Mullah Shakur, is outside. Mm-hmm. And Josiah describes to Mullah, uh, like, basically what he wants to do. Uh-huh. Um, Oh, and Mullah, he's he describes him as being round. <laughs> he's a very round person. Aww, round. We all know a round. Round boy. A round person. I'm pretty round. But uh, he also, he says he has very long, flowing silver hair, mm. which Ben points out because the reason that Mullah has long silver hair is because he doesn't have ears. Oh. Yeah. Cool. He's missing his ears. Oh. And so he's trying to hide his deformity. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he had been punished and his ears had been cut off. Uh, apparently it's a favorite punishment of Shuja's is to cut off your ears. Uh, and that's who you sent to negotiate, huh? Yeah. The earless man. Yeah. Cool. Give you a good warning. Just try to tuck that hair back and be like, oh. Oh, there's just. You can't because it's just a hole now. There's just holes in your face. Mm, uncomfortable. Oh, I don't like looking at that. Don't love it. It's like an inner ear. Uh, Inverse but ear. Mullah looks him over uh, and is, invites him inside. Because they just wanted to make sure it was the right guy. <laughs> mm, good ears on this Ooh, one. That's a white boy. Have I ever seen one? <laughs> good white ears. <laughs> Can't wait to put them on my head. Huge I'm ears. I'm going to look so good with some white ears. <laughs> some white ears. <laughs> it looks so weird. But so uh, Josiah, he's like looking around all the plants because they're in a garden. He loves plants. And they've got lime trees and orange trees. And I'm like, don't you have those at home? <laughs> no, so- they're not allowed in our religion. <laughs> Call back. And so uh, he's led to Shuja, who's sitting on this giant chair, his throne, mm-hmm. even though it's not a real throne. It's just a couch. not a king anymore. somewhere. Yeah. Just a, they found an a oversized armchair, and they're like, here you go. This lazy boy. This lazy boy. Lazy king. This lazy king. <laughs> and he salutes Shuja. Okay. Who's like, okay. He nods. Yeah. I accept this. Hey. And then Josiah tries to do an etiquette check. He, like, read up about what they do when you go to court in Afghanistan from oh, Elphinstone okay. and, like, tried yeah. to study it. Uh-huh. But he doesn't, he's just, like, rolls a nine. It's not good. <laughs> it's, like, okay, yeah. but not great. It's nine out of 20. Out of 20. Uh, so it's not terrible, but it's not good. And then they're just like, what? Let's just move on. (laughs) Well, that was weird. But I'm like, at least you tried to study. Mm -hmm. That's nice. I mean, it's only for your own gain to be terrible, but. If it was, imagining it was so bad (laughs) that everyone watching was just, uh, man, Americans have weird customs, huh? Really weird guy. Did he do that every time they talk to each other? Enter a room? Did he, yeah, he like, afterwards talking to Mullah's like, did he do that to you? Did he he (laughs) keep doing that? Does he do that to everyone? I hate it. It was really awkward. It's strange. I don't want. I don't want to insult his culture, but it made me very uncomfortable. Uh, so Josiah tells Shuja his plan that he wants to travel to Kabul, find Shuja's allies, and get them ready for a coup. And Shuja can prepare an army in India somehow mm-hmm. to fight uh, Dost Muhammad Khan, who's now got his throne right now. Uh, so yeah, he was he was trying to get the throne back with Ranjit earlier. Ranjit doesn't have his throne. Is it, it's just incredible that the first American in the region is already trying to upend Take regimes. Over. Yeah, that's, oh, 100%. Like, what else would he do? We have a vast history of it, and it starts with Josiah. It starts right at the beginning. Immediately. Like, With what? this Pennsylvanian Quaker. What? Really? You couldn't just yeah. go and look at the plants? No. You had to get involved with overthrowing... Haley, they wouldn't give him a passport. What's he supposed to do? What was I meant to do? (laughs) 
but overthrow the leader of what the country. What was I meant to do? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And so Shuja says, like, that's so easy because people in Kabul love me way more than the new guy. And I'm like, sure, Shujan. Sure. That's true. Sure, Jan. Totally. Like, yeah, right. Like, Shoe Jan. You seem, sure. you seem terrible. So, like, I don't think they like you. Mm-hmm. Probably. You had to sneak out in the night through sewage. Yeah. Good for you. Do they love you? <laughs> Do they love you? Um, and she just says he would have already taken back the country if the British would promise to take care of his family uh, and let him come back if the plan went badly. But why would it go badly if everyone loves right. you? Right. Why do you need to plan for the worst if it's, like, going to be great. It's going to be... You should plan for success. Fails to mention he also asked the British for money to do this and <laughs> yeah, they said no. That he's broke. Yeah. Uh, so she just like, what do you want out of this? Because it's weird that you're offering to help me for no reason. <laughs> I just want a passport. <laughs> and Josiah says, I want to rule with you as your oh vizier. Oh my god. What? Which I'm like, awkward if Mullah's in the room. And uh, he is. Uh, he, of course he is. Yeah. He's listening. Yeah. No, and, and well, and he's just present in the room. Yeah. And he says, I want to be your vizier in front of his vizier. <laughs> I want his Which, job. Yeah. Mr. No Ears over points. here. I want his job. That guy like, with no ears, I want to be in that role. I want to have no ears. I just also, like him. And then I, he can have mine, I guess. He yeah. keeps looking at we'll them. We'll trade. It's weird. Uh, Shuja is put off by this at first, yeah. and he starts, like, waxing poetically about the beauty of Cabal and how nice it is and how much he misses home. And then it's just silent. <laughs> uh, when the room goes silent for, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. Just like this. And then uh, Shuja finally agrees. <laughs> the silence works. It stresses him out so much that he's like, okay. Okay. That sounds like a good idea. Sure. He doesn't even really care about being king or whatever. He just wants money and palaces and stuff. So he's like, yeah, you can be in charge of day-to-day whatever. Sure. I don't even care. You want to do that? Okay. Sure. Weirdo. Uh... So Josiah leaves, and now he's on his new quest. He's got to go find some troops, mm-hmm. which, honestly, this is a great D&D campaign. Yeah, yeah. Ruler in here, and you got to go gather the troops, <laughs> go gather your supplies. you got to break into this country you're not allowed to be in and then try to fight your way to the middle and then organize. And then it turns out that ruler that you're helping is a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was terrible all along. You were fooled. At this point, Josiah thinks he's, like, cute. Like he's like, <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. He's like funny and yeah. cute. Of course. Uh, Shuja, but like uh, Ben McIntyre has some strong foreshadow warnings. Like he's not always going to think that <laughs> about Shuja. And you'll see why later. Why would he not always be cute? Why wouldn't he love this guy who got kicked out of his own country? When you see his closest vizier friend and his ears are gone. Yeah. It's not good. So what does Josiah do to gather up his, you know, team of mercenaries? Uh, he gets an American flag made by a tailor mm. in India. Mm. Uh, and I think it was by his own description. Yeah. So I'm like, I wish I could see it. I wish. I saw what they did. I bet it's terrible. And he puts it up on a pole without asking the British. Just starts flying a foreign flag. And just flag. starts recruiting for the American army. What the hell? Without talking to America. What? Is the 1800s. Just decides. What? I'm doing this for my country. Yeah, okay. To which I think your country would say, don't. Don't do that. Please stop. Please don't do that. Stop? Because guess what? As 
much as I'm harping on Tommy J, he's conscientious enough to be like, do not do that. Don't do that. Please don't. Don't start foreign wars without us being there. No. Remember when Andrew Jackson, like, broke into Florida and they were like, we don't want you to do that. (laughs) Broke into Florida. Please don't do it. And he was like, I can't hear you. I'm in Florida. (laughs) I can't hear you. (laughs) I can only hear God. And he told me to go to Florida. (laughs) And to kill everyone. (laughs) And everybody's like, we're done. We're not at war with Spain anymore. Please stop. And he's like, but it was so heroic what I did. But I... I had to. War's already over. War's uh, over. No, it's, no, it's not. They're not all dead not yet. Not for me. They're not all dead. <laughs> That's what he's doing, except somehow worse. So, wow. Just completely oblivious. Good for you. You know, Andrew Jackson has been so high on white men that I don't like, and Josiah is just skyrocketing. Way up there. He's He has no self-awareness. None. He, he this is, is, and so much confidence. This is actually what would happen <laughs> if someone time traveled back to he's yes that time and just yes. kind of performed as if it was a D and D campaign. Mm-hmm. Because who cares about anyone else? Yeah, you just pick every worst option and dialogue you can. Great. <laughs> Somehow he's still alive, and that's weird to me. Yeah, he's just smooth talking enough with his botany and his weird languages. <laughs> botany. Anyway. So he goes to Captain Wade, who he tells his plans to, even though he was worried about him meeting with him, which then confuses me. Mm-hmm. But Captain Wade doesn't seem to care that much. He's like, I mean, whatever. But, I mean, he reports it to his superiors, but he says it like he wants to do this. I don't think he's going to because, you know. Look at him. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, in fact, Wade tells Josiah if he learns anything and wants to share it off the record, please do. Yeah. But uh, he clearly, from the way he writes, does not think Josiah is going to come back. Why would you? Because, yeah, look at him. Why would you think he would succeed? And specifically, they don't think he's going to come back because I'm going to tell you another side story about William Moorcroft, who is a British spy who went into Afghanistan four years ago and never came back. Very good spy. Excellent. (laughs) You know they're good when you— we don't know where he is. When you never hear from them again. Great. So William was really into horses, and he was like, Afghanistan's got some good-ass horses. Good-ass horses. So he wants to get in there and get those horses because he's going to breed them with British horses, and then they're going to have the best horses yeah. in the world. Yeah. Does he Does he do that? He tries. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I told you, he never comes back. So, But do the horses. <laughs> no. So he's looking for these famous horses, and... Uh, And then the British are like, also, while you're there, make some inroads before Russia can do it. Because England's always watching for their enemies to come be here. Listen, I don't know about the Prussians and the uh, French, Mm -hmm. but Russia is going to get down there. Yes, they do. They are going to do it. A thousand percent. absolutely That's a real threat to be worried about. That one's a real one. Uh, And, you know, England's enemies are everyone in Europe. (laughs) Yeah. England's enemies are everyone. Just everyone in general. Period. But specifically in Europe. So they're like, we got to get in there before they can get here. They're very, uh, what, what's the what's the term? Where you like preemptively start the war. What's it called? The preemptive strike. Preemptive strike, yeah. Yeah. That's the word. You're so close. Nailed it. <laughs> You're always know right where I am, Ailey. Um, but so, yeah, they want to do a preemptive strike here and get into Afghanistan, too. So they're like, make some friends while you find your horses mm-hmm. and spy Let us know if a you little. hear anyone with a Moscow accent. Yeah, we'd appreciate it. Uh, so he travels around, and he's a veterinarian, 
uh, William. Mm-hmm. So he's like curing people of cataracts. <laughs> they just mentioned that in the book. He like, they're like, you're a doctor, and he's like, of horses, and then they're like, I have cataracts, and he fixes it. And so then, he, yep, here's some horse medicine. And he's going places that white people haven't been for centuries. Like, they just don't let them in there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, smart. Because they remember what happened mm-hmm. last time. They do. And so uh, he gets a letter, William, that says, you should come back right now. <laughs> right this instant. Yeah. And he says, I don't care. You should come back right now. Right now. That's a very scary letter to yeah. receive. And he says, eh. And I didn't want horses. And I didn't get them yet. So, no. So he runs into this guy named um, Murad Beg. Beg. And he's a Uzbek warlord who immediately is like, William is a spy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Look at him. Immediately. Look at him. And says he deserves a painful death for being a spy. Uh, I have a quote to read to you about... Murad from the book. This guy just won't stop talking about how much he wants horses. Because I want—I just want to—I want you to understand how bad Murad is mm-hmm. as a dude. I um, mean, when your when your business card says warlord, Uzbek warlord, it's uh, it's already sounds serious. Not great. Yeah. Uh, Murad is a wretch who murdered his uncle and brother, prostituted to a robber, his sister and daughter, and sells into slavery women he has kept for a considerable time in his seraglio. Yeah. I mean, I was. I was there at the beginning because, you know, maybe you have a reason to kill your uncle or whatever. Your brother, sure. Sure. Whatever. Uh, and then it just prostituted uh, your sister and your daughter. And your daughter. That's cool. Weird. And he sells, like, the rest of his family into slavery. Yeah. Awesome. Really cool guy. Cool. Yeah. And maybe you should have listened earlier when they said, come home. Because maybe they knew you were close to this guy. You need to and they come said, home right now. Come home. <laughs> and you said, no, no, I want horses. And so, because he's a white man with too much confidence. So he pays Murad, bribes him, 23,000 rupees. So much money. Um, and keeps going. And Murad says, sure. Because he knows <laughs> sure, that William's going to have to come back that way, yeah. too. Yeah. So we'll just see what happens when you're on the way back. There's no, we'll wait until you gather all the treasure for me. Stupid idiot. Bring it, yeah. So he's like, yeah, totally. Love me some money. So William keeps going, finally finds the horses. He's like, hell yeah, they weren't a myth. And horses are real. (laughs) Did you guys know? I I became a horse doctor, not for nothing. You guys, there's horses. No, these fancy horses are real. (laughs) And so he's making his way back to India, but has to go the same way as before. Mm -hmm. And who's waiting? Murad Beg. Oh, you're back. Hi, buddy. You brought horses. I enslaved my whole family (laughs) because I don't care about anyone. That's how I treated my own blood. My own family. And you're just a nasty white spy who I already hated immediately. Welcome back. Good to see you. And so the last journal entry for William <laughs> is it one of those ones where it kind of trails off <laughs> no, in a little no, bit of blood. He finished it. <laughs> but it's basically just complaining about Moran. He doesn't like him. <laughs> He's really mean. <laughs> and then it just ends abruptly. <laughs> Mid-sentence. <laughs> He's real. I don't like him. He's being real grumpy. Doesn't want me to go. He's such a grumpus. Um, so Murad blocks off all the exits with his troops. Yeah. To the way they could escape from whatever, like, valley or whatever they're mm-hmm. in. And um, people are pretty sure William died of a fever, which I'm like, wow. What, because, a, what a thing to assume. Um, I think they found his body. 
Or, like, it was communicated to him that's how he died. Because, honestly, you can live a long time without a bunch of your body parts and Mm -hmm. just succumb to infection. Totally. That's fair. But to me, that means that either he died before they could really kill him Mm -hmm. or that they just let him die and watched yeah, and just <laughs> succumbed to the elements. Just kind of tied him to a stick out back. Which, like, wow, waited. It's like, whoa. Could it be worse if they just cut off your limbs? They could Candyman him. <laughs> they could Candyman Fill you with bees. Fill you with bees. And a hook. But um, this might be worse if you just leave him tied to a post and you're just like, well, bye. Bye. See you in four days when you're dead. And I'm like, yikes. Just give him uh, a, a, just a little bit of water every now and then so he dies for months. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Bury him in sand. He had some other companions with him. He wasn't alone, obviously. Um, one of whom died from an illness. Uh, <laughs> an, an illness. And then the other one, like, had to bury them and then succumb to the elements themselves. Mm. And then the rest of the people in his troop are sold into slavery. <sighs> uh, and Murad did say earlier that spies deserve a painful death. So, yep. I wish we had details. <laughs> I really want to know what a man like that considers a painful death. Yeah. I don't instead know. Instead of just eh, whatever else. Right. Just like a casual. Instead of like a nice death. Death. Yeah. Honorable death. Regular death. Slavery death. Standard death. But I'm like interested in why he didn't sell them into slavery. And I wonder if it's because he thought they were too smart. Because you don't want slaves who are going to try to escape. Because mm-hmm. nobody wants them. Yeah. So you're like you can't have to anybody who's too... Planning. Selling people planning. doesn't have the same satisfaction. <laughs> it doesn't. Sometimes. Uh, I think he just wanted to watch him die. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just want to watch so he's like, him die. Bye. So that's Murad Beg. So people are like, <laughs> if you could find information about William while you're over there, <laughs> if you that would be cool. About a guy named William. Because the British published in a newspaper that he was dead. And how he died, Mm -hmm. but nothing else. Like, they wouldn't say anything else. Yeah. And then, so his friend John Palmer, William's friend, Mm -hmm. was like, what? (laughs) What do you mean he's dead and this is it? Like a two-sentence thing? What what do you mean? And it's really vague. And so then he asked Captain Wade to ask Josiah, because he hears Josiah's going to Afghanistan. And he says, hey, if he finds anything, like, I'll pay him. Just, like, help me figure out what happened to my friend. I just want to know. Yeah. Uh, he also wants to get back uh, William's possessions because apparently they were worth like 60,000 rupees, yeah. which is a crap ton. He told me about a horse. Like he has a whole bunch of, like, I think it's like money and just like jewels and stuff. So he's mm-hmm. like, if you could find him and his stuff, like that would be cool. And I'm like, why would Murad not take his stuff? Right. Why what? would you not loot the body? Confused. Everybody knows to loot the body. Everybody knows. You're a terrible D&D player if you don't loot the body. You gotta loot the... Immediately loot the... Your own allies loot the body. Yep. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That's the Haley method. <laughs> well, they're not gonna use it. If your friend dies, loot their body too. Ah, they'll want it later. Uh, yeah, you'll definitely give it yeah, to I'll them. Yeah, I'll definitely. And not sell all of it. Yeah, I'm gonna... I mean, it's worth more when it's money. Anyway. Liquid and assets. And you definitely will give it to them yep. as money. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so Josiah <laughs> rounds up some dudes and is like, let's army time. <laughs> good good So luck. you can expect that those are the highest quality soldiers you could possibly Just find. like random people who saw a flag. Yeah. And We're thought, like, I'd like to fight some oh, people. Oh, flag. <laughs> sure. If you have people who are just enticed by the idea of fighting, not the best, most trustworthy people. 
who have nothing else to do. Yeah, because they might just fight you and kill you. So, because they're just mad. This guy's a sucker. We should wait until we're in the desert and kill just take him. everything. That's right. That's a a valid tactic if you're playing Kenshi. Agreed. <laughs> so Josiah, like I said, he rounds up these people, and then he has another meeting with Shuja, and he says, I have all these people. And she just says, great. And he gives him a bunch of money for supplies, which is confusing because he keeps saying he's poor. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I guess you're poor comparatively to your old, yeah. incredibly lavish lifestyle, yeah. but you do have all this money to give to Josiah. You know, like, when celebrities <laughs> only have a couple million, they're like, I'm so What poor. am I going to do? I only have $400 million. <laughs> <laughs> so much. But, um, basically broke. Basically destitute. Uh, so he gives him a bunch of money, which he says is for supplies, but more than supplies, it's mostly to bribe people when you get to Cabal, because that cash money is the language of the land. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fair. It fair. always is. Always is. Uh, so he's about to leave, but then he's like, oh, but I like Ludihana. It's nice. <laughs> and I'm like, Ludihana. Lu- yeah, Luhiana, however you say it. It's nice. And I'm like, just go. You've been, like, obsessed with leaving, and now you're like, but I'm going to miss it. And I'm like, this weird town nonsense. Then just stay here. Yeah. (sighs) Whatever. Get out. Stay here. Stop whining. (laughs) But so William, who disappeared, uh, you know, died from the fever. (laughs) Disappeared. From Maraud Beg. He had with him when he was traveling uh, heavily armed Gurkhas, two light military pieces, and two European companions there with him. Plus all these other people who are helping. Mm -hmm. He's a ton of people. They're armed. And, like, trained <laughs> by the British military. Yeah. Josiah has just a band of morons mm-hmm. and money. Yeah. So, good luck. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> Bye. Ugh. So, before they leave, right before, um, this man bursts in the door, runs up to Josiah, and his name is Tubby. Mm. And Tubby, Haley, mm. is your new D&D character. Ooh. Tubby is in his 50s. He's barrel-chested. He's a left-arm amputee up to the elbow, and he has one eye that's partially clouded over. Oh, my gosh. So many uh, <laughs> so many uh, negatives on his roles, but he sounds great. He's got a big mustache, and he's got a curved saber, and he's ready to go. And I have a quote to read from him to you. Where is he from? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. I think it says in the quote. Okay. He comes in, bursts through the door. This is what he says to Josiah all at once. Uh Uh-huh. I have served his majesty by flood and field through good and evil fortune to the footstool of the throne of the threshold of the jail. I don't Um. know what that means. For 20 years, I have been a slave to the king's service in which I lost my left hand and had nothing but the stump of my arm to exhibit in lieu of honors and wealth and dignities, which the worthless have borne off in triumph. And I am still the unrewarded, the un- or the faithful, the brave, the famous Khan Gul Khan, Rosiladar, commander of a thousand men, fierce as lions, yesterday in the service of Shah Shuja. May he live forever. Imagine saying this uh, kind of... Daenerys-esque speech, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they ask, what is your name? And you say, Tubby. Tubby. <laughs> oh. Oh, hi, Tubby. Not Stubby? That's weird. <laughs> so he's ready to go. Uh-huh. Like, he's, this is the time. I did hear your Stubby joke. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I don't hear them. I got it. But uh, Tubby explains that he's a member of the uh, Rohila, which are an Afghan tribe of horse traders who trade with India. Oh, okay. So he's from Afghanistan. And up until this point, 
uh, Josiah has no one who's ever been to Afghanistan in oh. his troop. He had no one. Nobody. Oh, who's ever even seen it. Oh. So he's very happy about Tubby being here. Uh, and they're famously mercenaries also. Mm-hmm. So Tubby has worked, and he's worked for Shuja before, as he said. So great. Great. All Check all the boxes. He's missing a hand. Great. That Hurt. means he's yes. fought before. Uh, his eye's weird. Probably got stabbed in the eye. Authentic battle damage. Perfect. And then, like, the, you know, the epic poem Josiah's writing in his mind, mm-hmm. he's like, yes, this, this is, is what I needed. This is such an interesting side character. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, my story has colorful cast. Thank you. Uh, and he's super talkative, clearly, mm-hmm. um, until Josiah's like, what happened to your hand? <laughs> Which I'm like, how old are you? Whoa. Are you a child? Like... That's your hand's so gone. Why? Why is your hand gone? <laughs> What'd you do? And then all he'll say is that it happened on the field of battle. But then Josiah hears from other people that it was from uh, royal displeasure. <laughs> so we're not sure if it was Shuja, because mm-hmm. it could have been somebody else, but possibly not from battle. A lot of uh, a lot of body parts seem to go missing when royals aren't happy. Yeah. They like that in Afghanistan. Yeah. They're into it right now. So on no or not now, but you know, eighteen twenty whatever. Now in <laughs> current times of the story of this story, so on November seventeenth, eighteen twenty seven, Josiah and his troops lead Ludiana, and literally everyone in the tiny town comes out to see them off. They're like, "Bye, morons! <laughs> Never gonna see you again." And like, wouldn't you go? Like, yeah. I'd go. Yeah, I want to see these idiots. It's like they're all gonna die. Like, I want to like look at them all and be like, okay, now I know what you look like in case anyone comes back. <laughs> when the next uh, batch of slaves comes in, yeah, be like, hey, see welcome back. Hi. Welcome back. How'd it Good go? To see you. How'd it go? I'll take, tw- I'll get him for 20 rupees. Yeah. Are you doing a two for one? Start, I'll take, yeah, start yeah. making your choices right now mm-hmm. before they leave. But make sure, you know, when they get back that they still have limbs and stuff. <laughs> I mean, you can get a, you can. Or a discount. Discount. Yeah. Honestly. The less person that's left, cheaper. I'm not paying for four limbs when he's got three. <laughs> it's terrible. It's really Slavery bad. is really bad. <laughs> Slavery is bad. Don't want it. For the record. <laughs> It's a little bit more funny when it's a bunch of white dudes going out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of them aren't white dudes, though. Most of them are Indian or they're uh, yeah. uh, tubby. Or tubby. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but Josiah's there, so hopefully. You know, Josiah's writing about going out there, and he's like, I'm just like Alex the Great. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, you're nothing like him except for you're a white guy in the same location. Yeah. And your plan is to conquer some stuff. That's it. And I'm like, you know why Alexander the Great is, like, celebrated, quotation fingers? Because it was impressive. It was a lot for the yeah. time. A big area. A lot. Big, for, impressive. What have you done? Also, his was, like, for a country. Yeah. He's not just a random dude. He's a uh, king? Yep. And once again, I want to say, I don't think it's much better when it's a country, but I do think it's better. Mm-hmm. Because at least it's like an organized plan. Yeah. Instead of just you thinking you're so effing cool that you can go do this. Yeah. Gross. Because when it's countries, it might be for a reason. You know, like a lot of times conquering, which is not cool, but like sometimes there's an actual dispute. Mm-hmm. You have no reason besides your own selfish power and gain. So you're just like Britain which, at the time. <laughs> just kind of just like yeah. Alexander. And I mean... It's slightly better, though. You, and like uh, I said, more impressive he is. So We know about him. Yeah, nobody a, knows about you. It's a scale. Except for me and Ben. Something of scale. <laughs> yes. 
it's, it's a distinction, but an important one. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's like, I'm just like him. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're not. <laughs> but also, he's not as cool as you think he is. So, uh, hot take, but, you know, not my favorite. Conqueror. Yeah. Everybody knows Napoleon. I feel it's getting more traction that mm-hmm. Alexander's overrated. Yeah, I agree. And in order to be kingly, Josiah brings a royal mace. He just found um, it in a pawn shop. I don't even know. What? Like, did Shuja give it to him? It doesn't say. At least not that I read. So I'm just like, I don't get it. Uh, but he has a person whose job it is to carry the mace. And his mace bearer is named um, Amarula. Ooh. Uh, who is described as having an opinion about everything. And I was like, me? <laughs> Big mood. Uh, I have an opinion about things that are stupid. So I'm like, <laughs> Amarula is a kind Amarula. of... Uh, like booze. Oh, is it? Yeah, at oh. least in Africa. Right. I'm sure it's probably it's not spelled a the different same. word. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I went, ooh. Ooh. Because it's a <laughs> kind of alcohol that elephants get drunk on. Oh, cute. Because it's <laughs> like the fruit ferments and elephants ah. are like, hell yeah. I love it. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, but I have a quote from Josiah that says he regards Amarula as his mascot. <sighs> cool. Like, what's. <sighs> Can you be more white? I just. It's, like, painful. (laughs) Be whiter. I hate the way that you are, (laughs) that you choose to be like this. And it's so genuine. Remember how Quakers, like, are anti-slavery? I forgot he was a Quaker. Yeah, he used (laughs) uh, at some point, maybe. I don't think he's a Quaker anymore. I mean, he's not. But, like, remember how he was taught and he just threw it all away? Yeah, because this girl broke his heart because he's an idiot. This is why your mom died. This is why your <laughs> this is wife, why your mom didn't love this you. Why enough. your fiance left you? Uh, yeah. So, but they do have one luxury on this trip. They have uh, kujawa, which is a it's called a camel litter. But I was like, isn't the whole desert camel litter? I just <laughs> different different litter <laughs> different litter. Okay, it's uh, it's a box. That it's sits on top of just the, a box. on top of the camel. It's just that it's covered, you know. <laughs> Our one luxury, so, yeah, box. <laughs> it's like a wagon, but on top of a camel. Yeah, and uh, apparently, though, it's like kind of a fancy box because it has heating for winter travel and apparently a toilet question mark, which I think is just a hole. I think it's just the camel. I think it's just a hole. So you just like see poop on the camel. I, I'm assuming that it comes out. F- wider than the camel uh, is, so it's probably, like, next to the camel. It's got a little slide. <sighs> Gross. Which is, I guess, better than just doing it outside, question mark? Uh, I don't know. You don't want to have to get off the camel. But at two miles an hour, they're on their way. There they go. And that's the end for this episode. <laughs> the end. Oh, Josiah. What could go wrong? Why? Why? Just the whole episode is why? Too white. Too white to function. Seriously. And to let other people function. So thanks for that. Thanks. Sorry if you're a white dude. Sorry. But, but like, you you know. You know. Uh, it's kind of like how we, we harp on the British, but, like, mm-hmm. they know. And it's not, like, current British people, obviously. Not current white dudes, <laughs> you're, necessarily. You're, uh, you're, you're past. Mm-hmm. We, we know. We know. You know. Yeah. You know. 
I just like I didn't realize how many white dudes are doing this at the time. <laughs> and then the book it's I've all read of them. I've read two chapters and this book is like multiple mentions of different guys who I've then looked up and they're like, Oh yeah, and he's the Raja in whatever and I'm like, No, he's not. No, he's, Ted he's not from allowed Arkansas. He's not allowed what? to be. Ted from Arkansas cannot be a Shaw. No, he can't be a yeah, he can't be a Raja. Nothing. Nothing. No. What? Please stop doing this. <laughs> and I think they did now. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> I think we've stopped. Question mark. But Question mark. Uh, that is everything. Thank you for <laughs> listening to the episode. Hope you enjoyed learning about freaking Josiah. Josiah is the worst. Josiah, definitely the worst Quaker. Oh, yeah. Uh, Josiah, By far. the worst Quaker ever. Yeah. Well, good for <laughs> him, I guess. But we'll have more on him later. We're going to hear how does his trip go. Does he win the game? Does he find horse? Does he, does he, does he find plant he like? Does him and Shuja become the greatest of all time? Does he lose his ears? <laughs> I thought you were saying, does he lose his ego? And I was going to say, spoiler alert. He don't. No. He don't. I doubt it. Uh, that's why I don't even care about his ego. I want to know about the ears. What does this have to do with Dawn of the Dead? You'll hear about that later. <laughs> later. But uh, we hope you learned some things. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, you can email us, hystericalhistorypodcast.gmail.com, to tell us how you're liking the podcast. We know we've got some new people, so feel free to email us and tell us where you found us yeah. and what's your favorite. And send us pictures of anything cute that you have. we got some horsey pictures. Mm. They're very cute. Horses are real. I love them. They are real. They're real. William found it out right before he died. He's like, oh, they're real. <laughs> and now that your personal quest has ended, time for death. Time for death. Anyway, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Bye.